Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. We've been waiting for this cast member to re-enter our lives. The translator is back, y'all. That's what I was going to start yep, with, too. Yep. Yep, yep. Hello, everyone. Yep, yep, yep. God, these two people <laughs> have nothing in common. Now, I am the only one standing between them and certain destruction. Yep. Hello, this is Captain Poodle speaking. Are you ready to find love? Yes, ahoy, matey. Love. Exciting and new. Go online. Mm. They're catfishing you. Shocker. Fiance. Soon you'll be flying to parts unknown. 90 day Beyonce. Marrying someone you've only met on your phone. They French or Chinese A brand new K-1 visa's the key Ooh, the key to what, Poodle? To love It's reality, yes Let's love Holy fuck, that's a large knife <laughs> That's not a knife <laughs> This is a knife only three people got no thirty. A lot of people got that. Yeah, that, Any, that movie it, is probably anyone under forty. Did that not get movie that. is probably thirty years old. Hey Siri, when did the movie Crocodile Hunter come out? Crocodile Dundee. Oh yeah, you bitch. Siri says I don't know how to respond to that. <laughs> you offended it. Crocodile Dundee. When did oh, hold on. I'm going to go ahead and Hey, do- Siri, when did Crocodile Dundee come out? Riveting. I love we do this on the air. What year do you think? 87, 88. 86. Oh. Isn't he dead? Yeah. No, Paul Hogan's alive. He is? Steve Irwin is dead. Oh, I get him confused. Paul Hogan wrote that movie. I did not know that. He, you know what? Because he couldn't find a part for himself. So he, so he that wrote, just tells you right at your That is ingenuity. I am proud for Paul Hogan. He was hot. 
I agree. His shirt was open. This is toe. <laughs> Boy, it sounds like someone really looked at Paul Hogan. Mama, Mama, can we watch that Aussie Australian movie again with the crocodiles? Jay Bird, you already watched that seven times. I know you love crocodiles, but let's just go to the zoo. That's not the reason, <laughs> Mama. I did love crocodiles. Yeah. I don't think he loved my the crocs brother's as much favorite cocks. My brother's favorite book was Lyle's Birthday Party, and it was about the Lyle the crocodile. Lyle, Lyle the crocodile. And my brother asked it to be read all the time, and I grew to detest the book because I considered it for babies, and so much so that I defaced it with crayon. <laughs> but it's this- really a wonder your brother still loves you. <laughs> With all the shit you put there's, him through. There, there, the, the, the book is defaced with like green crayon across his face. And your mother wouldn't buy a new book and without I, a principal. Of course not. And I asked, what happened? She's like, oh, you did that because you hated the book so much. And your brother always asked for it. He's like, I said, he asked for it because he knew I hated it. That was our relationship. <laughs> Again, shocker that you're both so my, close to this My day. brother spent most of our childhood winding me up. <laughs> well, <sighs> I can't relate to that at all. I'm sure. Um, y'all, listen to our announcements on the first, uh, the first show. Yeah, we've uh, got Love is Blonde, Love and Paradise. This, by the way, this is season four, episode five. Lies don't have legs. Lies, Lies got no have legs. got no legs. I've got no legs to hold me down. Where does that title come from in this? I don't know. Is it Danielle and Johan? Who's lying? Because she says he's Johan. I'm not even lying. still sure he's lying. I think that miserable <laughs> bitch just just needs a way to destroy him. Oh, yeah. Every that's what it's all about. Episode. Y'all, I will say, update on that. I have unsubscribed <laughs> to his unfiltered, mainly because they're going to charge my credit card on February 7th again, and it probably... March 7th. A, or March 7th. A, it probably would get declined, and B, I don't want to pay $25 anymore. That's a lot of money. But I will say, and I've done a lot of research, and like I resubscribed to Georgie's OnlyFans to see for Darcy yeah. and Stacey if he's done anything. He hasn't. He hasn't touched it in months. Wow. Just nothing. So, and I've... Wow. uh, uh, People on Too Hot to Handle, Love Island, I have subscribed. And yes, I've written them off on my taxes because I'm doing the work for you. Yeah. But... I think it's fair. Out of anyone I've ever subscribed to on an OnlyFans, the cast members, or this unfiltered thing, which is Stephanie... Johan delivers more than any other person. Wow. Now, for any of the jack-off videos or him spooging on something, you're going to have to pay $99 or a lot Hell of money no. for that. But if you just want to see a, like, I didn't send it to you, but there was a picture of him just lying in bed naked with his dick in his hands. Erect? Yes. What's it look like erect? Um, Like a redwood. It is a, <laughs> I sent Poodle a video from today, and it is... It is one of the largest dicks I've it's seen a, in person. It's a large protuberance. It reminds me of that book. It's like a proboscis. It's just like... <laughs> it's my... You know, my Aunt Darla got me this coffee table book that's about big dicks. Um, what is it? It's a... Um, just the cock book? What's the gay book that they make? All the gay art table books? That book... Tashin? 
Tashin. It's a Tashin. It's not usually all gay, but they do do some gay. Anyway, it's this book that's about like just dicks. It's oh, called yeah. like the little book or the big book of big dicks or something like that. Y'all, I think I'm sure it's called like it. the dick book or something like that. Yeah. Anyway, my aunt Darla thought it was so funny to get it for me. And you open it up in the cover, and there's this guy with this. It's a it's a prost dick they did but it's like a 13 to like 20 inch dick on this guy for like a photo shoot and family jokes and it says with love aunt darla right by his dick and she's like that is so funny i sent you that and i forgot yeah and i forgot that's about your family we oh would i never know. do that i told aunt darla the story of i forgot when my house cleaner came over to clean my house and i forgot <laughs> and i left it sitting on the coffee table and she poor carmen she laughed and aunt darla laughed and laughed but anyway it's an interesting book why am let's, i telling let's this? get johan has a dick that could be in that book i it's very big it's a very big dick it's a very big dick and it is I sent that video to Poodle and I wrote, I hate Danielle. <laughs> I hate her too. Just a so. waste of dick. Boy. She really she really shows her ass every single episode she's in. And I it's no no surprise that Johan can get everybody pregnant because it doesn't have far to go. <laughs> that little swimmer's coming out of that dick and they go, Where oh it's here. It's right there. Cause that's how far he gets, y'all. It gets right out and they go, Oh, here it is. <laughs> There's the egg. <laughs> It's the first one out. It's, it's actually up in the ovary. Yeah, <laughs> somehow. It, it is, I'm telling y'all, it is that big of a dick. <laughs> and don't write us in saying the dick can't go up in the ovary. I'm we, aware. We're a, I'm not. I know nothing about it. <laughs> I'm surprised it doesn't hit the end of the uterus. Though. Yeah. It's like, the, boom, 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 boom. It can't be comfortable. <laughs> no, I agree. As you I said, just, there are dicks that are too There big. are dicks I that mean, are too big. women's vaginas work better than men's buttholes. But I've heard. I've heard. Um, where were we going with this? I don't know. We've been talking a lot about I, dick. I was just... That's I, it. Love would, in Paradise. We're talking about that. Love in Paradise bag. Season 4, starring Lydia Jimeno, Pedra's mother. It's going to be madness. It's going to be madness. Um... Anyway, and the gays are back, y'all, and another two couples who I'm sure will be. All the rest of them are new. Wretched. Um, I don't know sneeze. who Lydia's dating. I don't know. It hasn't been re- released yet. I'm gonna sneeze. Well, go um, ahead and sneeze. Bless you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Anything else? Um, um, Love is blind. Season four coming soon. Uh, I think that's about it. See, seeking brother husband. We're gonna do that. Seeking show. brother husband. That it's gonna be on in March. We are. It's gonna be at the on the Patreon and yep. the cringe tier level. Um, we'll put I the first episode for free. Yeah. Try before you buy. Chris and Jamie. <sighs> okay. Translation devices back. So y'all, Chris is feeling better, and she says, "I want to go see the city." And I went, "Great, great tourism." And then she followed that with. Where can I get a knife? I want to go to a store that has weapons. To keep us safe. I need, I want to buy something to keep us safe. Because you know, and Jamie's face is like, and y'all, the thing about it is, we were talking about this right before the show. I didn't bat an eye at this. Because I know, I was raised in a gun and knife culture. Um, My father has guns. Uh, my brother has guns. My brother collected knives. My brother would get at age eight when Chris said, "My my eight year old birth my eight birth eight year eight year birthday I got a knife." I went, 
Me too. But I used it to make color forms. <laughs> color forms? Color, you know, like like paper dolls and like I, I I never had color forms. I was I was making a joke. Were you? You really did, didn't you? <laughs> More like shrinky dinks. I loved shrinky dinks. <sighs> but I people would Still give gay. me people would give me knives and I would just like lose them. My father's I like I did get a pocket knife. Yeah. Like as a young kid, I cut it and when we were camping at Boy Scouts and I threw it in the wood and I never wanted it again cuz it cut me. <laughs> You were mad at your knife. Yes, I did not like it. But I'm just going to say, where she's from, uh, everyone probably freaked out. Now, what isn't normal is the stabbing midair that she was doing in the store. I mean, that for you. I grew up in that culture, too, of guns and knives. However, my father was not into any of that. So I thought it was super weird when she said I was eight years old and got it. That way, like a knife like that. That I so I got a pocket knife. I never got a knife like that either. That's a. I remember though some kids that like their dads or they had those. I call them Rambo knives. Yeah, but my brother got knives like that. Like and, and people I knew people who had knives like that. This and I'm genuinely asking this. Like, what's the point? Because like a gun. Or like uh, Robbie Talbert had bow and arrows. I get that. You want to learn to hunt. It's an extension of thinking you need to protect yourself because you're paranoid. So like a kid, though, needs a knife. And you think it's really cool and you're – I guarantee you can do a whole psychological idea why especially men – and in this case, someone who has had to has a lot of fear in her life. I mean, this I can relate to. She wants to protect herself. I just want to, as an eight-year-old, why do you yeah. get an eight-year-old well, and a BB gun? You want them to learn to shoot. Yeah. Is there? I'm genuinely asking. Is there like knife skillery that I don't know about? I think it has to do also with young boys in the South's masculinity. I think it has a lot to do with that. Yeah. You give them a knife because they need it because they need to do knife things with little like little boys. I probably that's just what would they learn do. to juggle it or <laughs> use it in my color guard. Right, that wouldn't have been good. Could have cut myself. Um, I think my parents knew I would have cut off a finger. I lost everyone that I had, but um, every every man I know in the South in the I shouldn't say that where I grew up. They would need to say, oh, you need my pocket knife? They're always carrying a pocket oh, knife. Oh, no. No, my brother, my nephews, yeah. they all, my dad, they have a pocket knife, they have, and he used it all the time. Right. But that's normal. Yeah. But a big knife like that, I agree with you. You weren't you weren't necessarily given them. But a pocket knife, you don't, you can use it to protect yourself, but it's usually a pretty dull knife. It's usually used to, like, cut boxes or, like, yeah. that kind of stuff, like a Swiss Army type of knife. Right. But, um... A big knife like that, people collected them. Um, I think when she was talking about getting a knife, that was what she was talking about, a pocket knife probably, when she was eight. Not one of those. Maybe I'm wrong. May, I don't know. We saw the videos of her knife collection. That was, that's a lot of knives. Y'all, Chris is fucking nuts. She's, She's just, and I'm not saying because she owns knives. I'm just saying, as Jamie says, when you piece the story together, <laughs> all together, you go. You got the narcolepsy. You got the night terrors. You got the neck surgery. Yeah. Yeah. I, a sissy did contact us and said that the halo surgery that she was needing 
did, did was expensive, but you would need she doubt doubt severely she can get that in Colombia. Because the sissy had it, right? Yep. Yeah. So instead, there was a few surgeons in the U.S. that yep. would do it. Yeah. Um. Uh. And it made me think she's just extremely avoidant. Um. Saying I need to get this surgery until it gets worse. But like to me, do you wait till a surgery gets? Wouldn't you want to get it not super early, but wouldn't you want to get it? Before your because the longer it takes your bones to for you to the know. longer it takes for you to get there, the longer the recovery is going to be because your body ages. It only depends on like my aunt Karen. She had to get her hip replaced and then the other hip replaced, and because she was born without hip sockets, so she had a uh, what? Yeah, she was born without like the round hip socket. It was just bone on bone when she was born. She was in a full body cast from the ages of birth until she was like five years old, like from her breast down. That's why she had such strong shoulders because she just drug herself around. But anyway, her mom kind of carried her around everywhere. But what? <laughs> yes, my she my was like friend, a mummy. My mom's friend Karen. Yeah, they just kind of drag her around. But why'd they put her in a full body cast? Because it was 1950 when she was born. But th- what? Why'd they take her out of it? Because they had to set the bones or something. Like that. They took her out of it, but after like a couple of years. But that's why she had such good shoulders. She just drug around like she was in a foxhole. Kind of, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> she was and then she kind of walked in and she had pain, but they, sometimes doctors do wait for technology to catch up and get better if they know, and they waited on her hips before, because hip surgery in the 80s wasn't great. Now, you can get hip surgery, you're up and walking two hours after you walk it, wake up. I don't know if Chris's story or your Aunt Karen's <laughs> story is the sadder one. Well, she's the one that died of breast cancer, so, in Arkansas. Let's move on. Okay. Wow. Anyway, uh, so they are going out to see... uh, Chris says, I've always had weapons in my home, and they're looking at knives, and she's heard about... Chris has heard about all the drug lords and the kidnapping, and... And she says, Columbia's not safe. And Jamie says, it's totally safe. And she said, you were punched on the bus and your cell phone was stolen. <laughs> and Jamie's response, that was one time in five years. So I guess that, that every five funny. years we reset. Do we reset every five years? That was funny. When she's like, that was one time in five years that I was now, punched in the face. In my three face. times but in ten years. I but will, I'm counting off. Columbia's a lot safer now that a lot of the big drug cartels have not necessarily going away. They just got a little more underground. Well, yeah. actually, like in places like Medellin. So it was really bad mm-hmm. in Medellin. And because I thought what, about. Watch Narcos. Well, and because of that, though, now there's actually a huge tourist trade of people going to. <laughs> I've read all about Stop! it. it was like, huh, no. Because of Narcos, there's this huge. To- people go. I, don't I want think to I- see where this was murdered at the at this cartel. Yes, they want to see where like people were shot. Where they they want to go and see where all these things are happening. They'll do like pop up like clubs and a. Pl- it's very never underestimate the human race's potential for capitalism. Yeah, 
It's a never underestimate. So now us. that money's coming in, and so especially in medical, because I, 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 I've talked. I thought about doing a language intensive, and I'm still wanting to do that in places. I was looking in like Colombia or Spain, and I was looking at my friend who's from Bogota. Said you should go to Medellin. So I was looking a lot into it, and basically, it's much safer than it used to be. Pick pickpocketing is still, yeah. which still is, is still the is the law. At least the article I read is one of the biggest things that's yeah. happening now. Which is better than murders. And they probably go for mostly tourists, so people yeah. like can see who are tourists. So, yeah. anyway. Um, anyway, but... What was his name? It was... Um, not Narcos. What was the other... Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. The guy who did... Uh, who died there. Was it um, in Colombia? The drug who? cartel guy. Escobar. Escobar, thank you. He died? Is he dead? I thought he was killed. I don't know. That was in the 80s. I wasn't listening. It's history to me. Anyway, she's basically saying... Um, I know how to use this knife safely. My daddy done taught me this. At yeah, all. this doesn't look safe. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I will say, though, uh, it, it, they had a good compromise where Jamie's like, I'll let you have the knife. Just don't have it in our bedroom. So you can't grab it during one of your night terrors. <laughs> and stab me to death. <laughs> because, you know, let's say you she's had a really, really vivid night terror or something like that. And um, she gets out of bed and doesn't know where she is. I will hope they I hope they do like a night camera for them sometimes. Terrifying. I will say you've said this about um Jen, like you're like, I want to know her history. I kind of want to know what happened to Chris. No, Chris's 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 story is devastatingly sad. Oh yes, Jen, yes. Jen Jen's is. You go, no, she didn't do that, or oh my god, that's what that is. Chris's story, it's like hillbilly is, elegy. Yeah. Yes, is one horrible thing after another, and why it's kind of why she is. She is kind of a shell of a person right now who is looking for one good thing in her life, but she doesn't know how to get it. And I don't know. I that knife's not going to help you. No, no. Um. Uh. Let's let. Do you want to take a break now or talk about Jen and Rishi? Well, let's just talk a little bit about Jen and Rishi, and then we can stop in the middle. We don't have to. That is so we true. We could do what we want. It's our show. We could do what we want to do. Say what we want to say. Play how we want to play. Add a family. I should know all that because we did it in show choir. Because um, Casey oh, Clinton no. couldn't do the choreography very well. That was in our black and white silver checked outfits. Again, why is there a complete uh, all, like total recall? <laughs> At anything that happened? Well, he couldn't do it, the dance, and it was just like this weird box step now. But it was started with the ad and family, da-da-da-da, and then it was a medley, and so then it went into the rap. God, I hate show <laughs> choir medleys. <laughs> They're pretty I know bad. that everyone does them. They're horrible. Y'all, stop doing this. What Hal Leonard has done to show choirs is an abomination. Jen and Rishi. And if you get that Hal Leonard joke, you're either a gay, you gay. gay man in a woman's body or a gay man. If you're you've a straight done, husband, you've said, done it. Hal Leonard, he sucked a dick. But he's he's an arranger and a publisher for that yeah. kind of stuff. A lot of medleys. Is he still alive? I think. Is there a 
actual Hal Leonard, or is it just? I think company? it was it was pushed together like Hal and something Leonard or like something. like Stephen Hal and yeah. then Leonard, Leonard Cohen or whatever. Leonard was probably the last name. <laughs> oh, yeah, Peter Leonard. Yeah, Generation. <laughs> I'm just dragging you through this. Um, keep going. I'm a little Leonard. The it seems like everything in Jen's life. Her new life in Jaipur isn't really working. The hairdryer's no. not working. Uh, she's like, and last night. Um, By uh, the way, Hal Leonard was a real person. Wow. Yeah, there you go. He's dead though, probably, right? Uh, I'm going to say yes, but the first thing you looked up was, is Hal Leonard a real person? And the answer is yes. The answer is in the, in the Winona Daily News. They talk about it. <laughs> Riveting. I don't know where Again, the Again, another <laughs> useless thing. Um, oh, but there... Oh, no. It was Leonard Edstrom and Harold Edstrom. That's what I said! Well, this says that Hal Leonard is... But then it says Hal Leonard is a significant... It's confusing, this art. You know what? Don't trust the line I on a day. I hate this. I hate this whole so inquiry. We gotta go on. It's confusing, and it drags me in four directions because I want to know it, and I want to fix it. And you just, gonna, you just bumble through... Internet searches. What's well, going to have to be a mystery, like my aunt Karen said on her blog that she started. It's a mystery to me. Like I want to, I want to <laughs> ask about. Was she it, had a mystery, a true crime. She was doing true crime before anyone else, and it was called for, "It's a Mystery to Me." It's a mystery to me, and she was getting mom's going. Your aunt Karen's getting a really popular blog following now. All these people writing into her about this true crime thing because before really podcast, so she was blogging about it. Then she got cancer and died. Southern stories. So it didn't really finish out. It's a mystery to me. <laughs> it's a clever title. So y'all, she's like, and I left, so I left him in the clothing store the other day and all I could think of is her saying, I left him in a store like it was her child. <laughs> Where's my well, son? Rather, I left him in a store. That happened to my drama teacher, Mrs. Kurtz, a lot. My mother, my mother uh, left me in a store once. She left mm. me in Hamrick's. I was in in the middle of one of those clothing racks. She just got in the car and drove away. No, she had she in the same shopping center. She went to return something, mm -hmm. and all of a sudden, she realized I wasn't with her. Oh wow! Yeah. No, Mrs. Kurtz drove home and went. Yeah, I forgot Creed. <laughs> <laughs> I left him at Homeland. Wow. She did it like three times. <clears throat> Seems like she was a did scattered your, woman. Did your father poodle shame your mother for leaving? Oh, him? she would never tell him that. She would never want him to have an up on her. Sounds like a great marriage. <laughs> <laughs> what is a marriage except for competing with your partner to see who's the most together? Really? Oh, God. What's she moving? Oh, that's that. That's them with with, with the door. Oh, okay. There. So, um, I will say, Jen. Speaking of competing, I don't say competing, but Jen, I've, we've got a. I, I need another episode with her to really kind of figure out her number. But I feel as if Rishi doesn't realize that there is just a trail of men behind him that she's comparing him to. I know. And, 
It's as if he's competing with those other men. And he's not doing well, and he wouldn't be doing well for any men. But I think she minimizes the gravity of the situation that is there and what they're up against. And I think that might be his doing because he said, it's going to be fine. I have it all planned out. I'm going to slowly introduce you. So that I think was a mistake for her. If he would have said, this is going to be hard, maybe because Jen, I think he thought Jen would give up. I disagree. I think she's even more interested in something that she thinks is hard to fight for. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I agree with that. He gets her an outfit, which I will say fits her well and looks good on her. Yeah, it looks really nice. Um, She looks good. I don't know if the guy at the clothing store hung it up on himself to see. For sure. Um, For sure. We had a sissy who said, it's only men who work at these clothing stores, and she loves it when they have to do that to show what it looks like. <laughs> Even if they want to, like, can you just put it on again? Um, so she's talking about walking out, and she says, uh, and Rishi says, um, uh, I'm not saying that this will happen for sure, that my parents will want me to have an arranged marriage. But um, I, I, I can't say. Basically, he's saying... Just listen to me. Let us facilitate this. And she's kind of fighting him every step of the way, with which I can kind of understand. I can actually see her point and his point. Pretty both, mostly, mostly because we spent so much time with Jenny and Submit. Yes, uh-huh. but yeah, as 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 someone wrote on our Instagram, um, they said Jenny clucks so Jen could run. <laughs> And I went, that is well said. It's true. Um, but there's some, But his friend, Sanjit. Sanjit. Sanjit comes into the picture, and we're going to talk about that after the break. After the break. See what we did there? Yes. Sibling fights are unavoidable. But what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Poodle, I gotta tell you, I think I just made one of the best investments for myself. Oh, thank God. You got rid of those braces and decided to sew your mouth completely shut. Perfect. No. The doctor just added four more months. I think he's trolling me at this point. No. See, now that I'm putting myself out there. No one wants to hear about your dating life. But you talk about yours all the time. Because mine is interesting. Well, I wanted to let you know that I took a page from your book and it worked. Ooh, you slept with her ex to make them jealous? No. (gasps) You pulled their credit report? What? Made a copy of their keys while they were sleeping? How are you not in jail? Deny, deny, deny. No, Poodle. I decided to get myself a pair of me undies, great new underwear, which makes my um 
important parts look more junk forward. Junk forward? Wait, are you talking about the contoured pouch and ball caddy from MeUndies? Yes, the contoured pouch and ball caddy from MeUndies. I love the contoured pouch and ball caddy from MeUndies. There's no other way to date in this world. If you're not dating junk forward, you're doing it wrong. I think you're right. And you never told me that they're so comfortable. Well, usually I'm not wearing them that long. But yes, they are so soft, and the more you wash them, the softer they get. And they still keep you tucked and lifted in all the right places. When I wear them, I can barely keep men away from me. Oh, the way they stare. They look like burly, hungry cavemen searching for a nice meal after a long caveman day of nomadically crossing the tundra. To them, I'm like a piece of meat roasting over an open, smoky flame. Speaking of smoking, not only does my junk look great in me undies, but my butt looks hot. Okay, no one wants to hear your over-sexualized descriptions. Have some class. <sighs> Sissies, we've fallen in love with me undies, and you can too. They have a style for everyone. From all black classics to fun, expressive prints, me undies has a look for everyone. Plus, they come in sizes extra small to 4XL, guaranteeing a flattering cut for everybody. And Me Undies isn't just about underwear. Explore the lounge collection featuring joggers, hoodies, onesies, and more. With unmatched comfort, Me Undies' signature fabric is as soft as a warm hug from your favorite sweater. It's breathable, stretchy, and oh so comfy, making it ideal for all day wear. And they use sustainably sourced materials and work with partners that care for their workers. And you know, Mother Poodle loves a return policy. Not happy with the first pair of Me Undies? It's on Me Undies. Cool. Sissies. Good things come in big packages at MeUndies. Get 20% off your first order plus free shipping at MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze. That's MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze for 20% off plus free shipping. MeUndies. Comfort from the outside in. To all our queens. To Caitlin and the Canadian sissies. Oh my God, Poodle. I can't stop singing that song either. It's so catchy. So catchy. Sissies, we are obsessed with the Songfinch original song that we premiered at the Toronto Live Show. Songfinch lets you create an original radio quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. For example, we wanted to create a song dedicated to our Canadian listeners, some of which have waited four to five years to see us live. After the show, we had so many people tell us how special the song made them feel, and we are still getting DMs and comments about it. And the song Finch songwriter was so clever, incorporating all our sissy references like Aunt Peggy's Lip, Elizabeth Smart, and even Keep Going Queens. Yes. Song Finch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Song Finch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. You can also choose unique add-ons to make the gift even more personalized, like a vinyl record of your song or a piece of one-of-a-kind art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. Whether your song is for Mother's Day, Father's Day, an upcoming graduation or a wedding, or just to show a loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in a top Songfinch artist. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free so you and the lucky person you gifted to can listen to it anywhere, anytime. Go to songfinch.com 
slash reality gaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash reality gaze. Don't forget to share your song with us too. Songfinch.com slash reality gaze. Now, Gary, play us out with a little bit of our Songfinch original song to all our queens. Love yourself, never be ashamed. Have hope and find your happy. Hey, hey, our Canadian listeners. We know you get tired of waiting. Reality gaze is coming to you. So no more complaining to all our queens, to Caitlin and the Canadian sissies. Love yourself, never be ashamed. To all our queens, to Caitlin and the Canadian sissies. Love yourself, never be ashamed. Have hope and find your happy. Y'all, they paid Sanjeet. A producer pulled him aside and said, look, I just need you to tell, I need you to squeal like a pig, Jen. Just, <laughs> so, oh, he did his job. He basically, Sanjeet, y'all, is one of the few people who know about Jen and Rishi's relationship. And he basically says, there's going to be no way that the parents won't think it's weird that you're just showing up there. He, you said that way not. I know something. She's doing something upstairs. Um, you said that way nicer than he did. He literally was like, "This is stupid." Yeah, that was what I got emotionally from him. And uh, and basically, he says, uh, "There." He's like, "They're going to be suspicious." And then, even if it gets worse, they'll force him to have an arranged marriage. And her, she goes, "She yeah. does do that face." <laughs> oh, huh? And uh, she just looks at kind of gorgeous. Then he says, and even and now her and Rishi mentions, and now my parents are looking, and she's like, and like it gets worse and worse, and her face gets stretchier and stretchier, stretchier. and and she says, Well, how long have they been looking? He's like, like a month. A month. They just started. Just started. And y'all, Jen. Sorry. Sorry, yeah, she's she, moving. We're around. doing we're doing forward. Roles now. <laughs> yes. Oh, and we did have a sissy um, from India. Like, uh, I don't know if she messaged me. I think she was on the Patreon. Talked about how, yes, because we asked, like, we couldn't tell if she still wanted an arranged marriage with a family, a love marriage. She, she was saying that even in a love marriage, she would assume he's going to choose a love an Indian with woman. a younger Indian woman who can have a child. Right. So... Um, we still actually don't know what mom is thinking, yeah. but we do know mom, mom is shouldn't not... love and love an American, uh, older yeah. wife. No, no. Yeah. Even a love marriage is going to be an Indian woman. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, she says, and Richard <laughs> says, it's natural. They're doing their job. Um, but he's like, I didn't tell you because it would be worse. And I said, he is really risking a lot here. When I, when you think about it, what he is risking, he's risking losing his, she's risking so much too, but hmm. it's interesting. 
Is it a, I wonder if it's, this is only based off of two people. So this is a big generalization, but I'm just, but you know, Submit would do that, Submit would do that with Jenny as well, where he would kind of sugarcoat or gloss over things and not give her the full story. He's doing this. Is that just something like culturally what, why you think women don't need a lot of information because do I think Jen can go off the rails? hundred percent. But I, I think she would behave this very much better if he was more realistic about what they were up against. I don't know. I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that America, that a lot of people from other countries think Americans can only understand their own experience and they will not understand the specifics of their culture. The goal. Because Excuse me. it's pretty true it's very um, true because americans will say they just americans expect everything to be like my experience yes. and or they say that's weird and especially the dynamics of indian culture especially the reverence for your parents and the parents will you will you will follow what your parents want to do and that is like that's the most important thing mm-hmm. um and so I don't, Americans don't understand like, but if we're in love, it doesn't matter. No, it matters. I really want to ask Jen if she watched the seasons of. Well, remember though, the Jenny show Smith. doesn't exist in the world where we are. I know. Everything is a documentary. I know. You know. They'll never ask her that. No. Now they might, they might ask her if she's talked to Jenny. Because I bet Jenny's probably reached out to her. Probably. Yeah. Listen, for chicken to chicken, <laughs> just want to let you know that ah, she's not going to love you. She's, gonna, she's not going to love you. She's going to say no. You're going to have to fight for your man. You're going to have to pick her eyes out. Would you play me in the movie? Yeah. Woo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not without my chicken. Not without my chicken. Clop. <laughs> so, y'all... We are meeting the parents. They recognize her. Well, like, yes, we've met before. How many women that look like how Jen many just show up? White women with a rogue white <laughs> with a rogue from X Men. She uh, does look like rogue white, from X Men. White stripe in the middle of her hair. I'm impressed with you. Good for that. I know a lot of comic book stuff. I didn't have to get defensive about. it. I know it. a I lot of it. Said, Probably so, just X Men because a part of you want, wished like were you a mutant and could you develop a mutant power? Yeah, S- some Enneagram Four shit. No, because X Men is is so fucking queer, gay coded, um, and I really wanted Gambit to ravish me. <sighs> and he's not talking about the the man who played Gambit. He means the cartoon. The cartoon. Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna dill your piddle. <laughs> Suck on my okra. Actually, I have to say that is one of the most underused. They haven't done a good version of Gambit in live. So action true. Yet. It's it's <laughs> it's upsetting. I think that's what the next phase of Marvel is going to be is X Men shit because they're getting the rights to all that now. Good. Who um, cares? Moving on. Actually, I do. So we see Priyanka, his sister. She's and pretty. y'all, this is finally that kind of thing where everyone's going, Oh, so you're here. And she's like, Yeah, you didn't think I would be? And everyone's like, No, no reason. No, no reason. reason. It, oh. What why are you here? Why are you here? It's a little weird. 
and everyone's on eggshells. The parents are, the parent, and Jen's sitting there like this, y'all. She's like, no one gets anything. They're both kind of sitting there like, we're totally fooling them, and I'm going. We're fooling them, Rishi. Yeah, and I'm sitting there watching, no one is fucking fooling this family. And then, y'all, someone goes rogue. Speaking of X-Men. Yes. Um... She basically says... Uh, oh, Rishi did not expect this, y'all. y'all. He did not expect this. Priyanka asked Rishi, so what's she doing here? In, in I, I don't know if it was Hindi, but in, in, in non-English. And basically says, Well, I recently moved here. I love Jaipur. Yeah, that, I can't yeah. wait to experience Jaipur as an American woman. Who is definitely not engaged to your brother? Yes, I'm just, <laughs> I'm, I'm just here, and it, the family just kind of stares. I'm and- here for the food markets. It's my thing. <laughs> I love the wicker vehicles they have. Yes, here. I'm gonna, I'm gonna study those and take them back. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, and then she said, "So, so, mom." What kind of wife are you going to get for Rishi? Well, she first does. She goes, so your daughter is married. Have you thought about getting your sons married off? So I can go to another wedding. Ha, 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 ha. ha, ha. And mom immediately goes. And you see Rishi kind of go. It kind of like when this happens to Poodle a lot. When um, he realizes someone's husband is home or about to be home, and Poodle kind of makes his face of, <laughs> and so better finish up fast. You better finish up fast. And Rishi kind of makes that face, and he still translates because he says honesty is the best policy. But he's kind of stammering, and Mom is like, "Oh yes, yes, I'm married." He does change one thing he says because the mom says, "I've been looking for something like years, Two years, years, and years." Did he change it or did Sanjit? Did San? I think he interpreted that for a year her, and right? a half. Yeah, telling that production looked at him and said, "Sanjit, you got one job. One producer yep. Rachel's like, you fucking say it." So then Dad says, well, "The kind of woman we want just doesn't need to be short or uneducated." And she said, "Oh, then it's fine if they're a different religion." Like, how about someone like my height? Like my height, <laughs> you know who? Used to be Catholic. Here's, here's my here's my transcript from Sam Houston State. Yes. <laughs> Here are my transcripts. I just have them in my pocket. This is like, y'all, that they, they did a better job of fooling the parents on Boy Meets World. That is true. Or yes. it is almost like Huey, Dewey, and Louie as on each other's shoulders in yes, a trench coat. In a trench coat. Like that's that's Jen, that's Jen right now. Yeah, no, they're 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 fully those three ducks fooled more people than Jen. <laughs> so y'all, then basically she says, is, "Is she a different religion?" Blah blah blah. Like you just said, and it's Steve Urkel a, would have been more convincing. I agree. Sorry, I'm done. He now. was a he was an actor. He, he was an actor. Was an actor. He is an actor. And then give him a bath. And then y'all, she found out it has been two and a half years that she's been looking. And then Jen Wills like says, "Well, I am disgusted." And 
I have no but tolerance. she said but she said she went oh that's interesting oh yeah oh. she's the worst actress it is and Rishi looked like he just shit his pants from eating too much protein <laughs> what happened this, just this whole scene made me so uncomfortable oh. this person doing bad infomercial acting oh. in front of where and Rishi to make this work Rishi's scheme really had to involve her not saying anything. Her, the parents saying, what a lovely person we met. Not getting, who wouldn't shut the fuck up about who he was going to marry. She shot herself in the foot. <sighs> this is one of the, my most favorite things I've watched on 90 Day Fiance. How uncomfortable everyone was. It was. And the sister was like, you're like this. It was great Who's though to bitch? see a little bit. Like, I know Rishi is giving up a lot. But it's real fucking shitty of him. He, I actually feel a little bit more on her side yeah. right now than his. I, He's I, lying to her and to see the I agree shit turn to him 100%, was great. 100% I agree with you. The problem is in his situation he's in, in a cultural situation he is, I don't know what other way it's going to be. I agree. And he should have explained that better to I her. agree. I don't know. Because yes, if she I, can Google... But it's it, if you're coming into my culture, it is my but job to explain my I culture. I think what to you're you. saying is too simple for someone, and they're, and because I think an American would just ask, "Well, why can't we do that?" I don't think an American, because of the way we see society, I don't, and the way we see our society, mm-hmm. I don't think we can understand it until we live in it. No, I think that's yeah. probably very true. But so I. He, should he have explained more? Yes. She doesn't know anything. I don't think she could have understood it. Um, I, I just don't. But I think this Maybe, seems I like this Maybe seems then. like the best way, especially with parents who seem like they want to live in in the way they want to live. They want to join house. They want to join house. I was shocked though that they said that that she didn't uh, that she could be a different. Religion. I think it only matters if she's young and Indian. They want to. She would. Mom's already mentioned grandchildren. Yeah. She wants a baby. Um, speaking of babies. Speaking of babies. Before we do that, however, I'm going to talk about the traders. Okay. Y'all, the traders reunion just happened. Um, on Peacock, it dropped uh, February 28th. Not the purse. The network. <laughs> We have to say that. We have to say that. Um, not a lot of surprises except for Reza and Brandy weren't there. I don't know why Reza wasn't there. Brandy has basically, for all intents and purposes, seems like has been canceled by Bravo because supposedly she touched Caroline Manso's vagina. I can't believe I'm having to report this information. But uh, Andy Cohen hosted. And you know what? Because I don't think Andy Cohen really was invested in the show, he wasn't as shitty. He honestly acted. He didn't. He wasn't wasn't dripping with judgment mm-hmm. for a lot of people. It was his best reunion experience I've ever seen him do. Well, look at that. He asked good questions. He didn't ask horribly judgmental questions like he usually does. Mm-hmm. Um, he was more on like a fact-finding thing, but he would say, so how is that different from so-and-so? And I'm like, that's a good question, Andy Cohen. Well, good. But, and Alan Cumming kind of introduced him. He was like, I've, I invited the one person who I thought could do this. 
and Andy Cohen took off his traitor's hood. It was super campy. They were in this crazy set. Um, oh, it does kind of make you wonder why didn't they have Alan Cumming hosted? But he stayed in character the yeah. whole time. I love. No, that. it makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense when you think about it. So and and also Andy Cohen was like, "I'm doing this." Yeah. So. Anyway, Kate Chastain was Kate Chastain pregnant and everything um, in, a, in a gorgeous kind of like tartan gown. Rachel looked like like she was in a costume like ever of My Fair Lady as usual. And uh, and, and, and 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 he said, well, what do you think, Kate, what do you think of Rachel's outfit? Because she'd called her dressed in a community theater. And she's like, you know, it's subtle. It's subtle for her. And there was like stuff all over. <laughs> but Kate... Kate was again the star of the the thing. There were the last little bit. They were really hitting Sari, who was the winner, with basically saying, "You, why why were you the the two people, Quentin and Andy?" And they pointed out, like I pointed out, Quentin was always so serious, so seriously and sure of everyone he calls the traitor, but. Every single guess he said was wrong. <laughs> and they pointed nothing that out. Makes, yes. Nothing makes me crazier than someone who's not only so sure of something, but they're wrong every time. And he never seemed to learn. Not that we've ever done that. No. We're not wrong every time. But Just half. It was, and they pointed that out. And I'm, I'm glad it was. And they, Andy, and these were the last kind of two who were there. And Andy was wishy-washy and emotional. These two players were taking the game, and 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 sir, they were like, "Were you upset that Sari um, didn't kind of uh, the what 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 upset you about the last bit?" Because they were saying they were upset with her, and they were saying, "Well, you know, she kind of leveraged my kids and my family. She mentioned it to get Ari out." Because Ari's like, I don't want to deal with taking money from his family or things like that. And Cerise said, I hear you. This was a game. We all knew this was a game. And Kate Chastain says, the game's called Traitors. Do you not expect backstabbing? <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. And, and, and it was like, and I said, thank you. And they were getting so butthurt about how they were treating this game. And that's why, y'all, the normies on this season were a joke. They did not understand how reality TV is played. Yes, the relationships you made were real. But people lie. And they just couldn't. These two people couldn't understand it. I think that's why the show would be better either all celebrities or all. Yeah. Well, this was from these the people they chose though. I don't specifically these two. They were treating it like it was life. Yeah, yeah. Because they're normal people. I think they. I think that's understandable. Even if they're on reality, they they. But it's a game. Yeah, but I mean, it, it's. Uh, See, I I refuse to acknowledge that because this is a game they knew from moment one. Who you were going to win the money. But it's still like they're they're not reality stars, so they go back to their regular life. They don't but go back. No to, one, fam- no one from Big Brother who comes in before they weren't reality stars. Mm-hmm. Big Brother people knew how to play the game. This mm-hmm. was also a reality game. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. So I refuse to acknowledge that hypothesis. Mm-hmm. They knew this was a game, and they're like upset. And so anyway, the big news: Christian is dating Geraldine. And he still couldn't spell her name. <laughs> That's about it. Everybody else was 
not forgettable. And one day, I hope I'm not there when one day, if you ever meet Kate Chastain, because you're going to go to jail. I'm, Like, immediately, one, you're going to freak out. I want to be on a reality show. Did you apply? So I can be on Brothers? the Traders. Not yet. Well. Fine. Do you know, you, what, I have, do you know what I have to do? Do you, do you know what I've had to do the last two weeks? Go on a vacation to San Francisco for three days? Santa Barbara. Santa Barbara. Thank you, but I was <laughs> sick before that. You were you went to a, your your kids your nephew's wedding. It's not my job. I can't hold your hand to apply to Big Brother. I'm gonna do it. They have it's. I've got like months. Excuse Did me. you see a date? Or are you just talking out your ass? Oh, right there's now? a there's a um, there's a casting thing to be held. I don't know if I should do that or sh- I should do the tape. Go to the casting thing. Is that better? I don't know. Talk to the person you know that yes. can help you. Um, shh. <laughs> what? You don't know somebody that well. It's just some guy you Let's fucked. Let's talk fucked about some guy in Big Brother. Danielle and Johan. Like I think he fucked a PA. Um, y'all, he's carrying her purse. Just that fucking grandma purse. Um, her energy is just so grandma to me. It's not even that. Her energy is, uh, she is uh, shrew. Everything is about negating him and telling him how he, how he knows how to not do anything. I bet she doesn't even work for that dick. I bet she just lays there and goes, uh, So we meet Sophie from no New York t- City. Remember who, who coined the term Sankey Panky to Danielle for the first yes. time. Sankey Panky. Sophie is fluent pe- in Spanish, by the way. For people that did, they kind of, they may show on the show, but for people who didn't watch Love in Paradise. Again, no, this is not Love in Paradise. This is the beginning of this show when she was talking about. In that the, was this season? Yes. Never mind. Y'all already know what Sankey Panky is. Right. Um. Boy, that seems like all. We're only five episodes in, but it does feel like we've had like eight episodes. Not that so long. Much has five weeks. So he basically, uh, she's saying, um, she's not convinced that he's not taking her for a ride. Again, this is what's so funny to me that she's obviously, she's got him over a barrel. And all of her friends are like, I'm going to see if he... Yeah. Yeah. And so... Yeah. She's uh, basically... Uh, she's basically asking, you know, are you... Um, are, what are your parents? Do your parents... Are you a parent yet? And do, do you want grandkids? And he's like, oh, of course. Do your, do your, do your parents want grandkids? It's like, of course, and y'all, that's been a big thing because she's 42 years old, mm-hmm. and and she's concerned about fertility, and there, we should say, on love, uh, that was on Love in Paradise, right? Where when they, they went to the doctor. Fertility. Right, yeah. it was, yeah, so they actually did go to fertility doctor, and y'all, that kind of, she kind of- 5% gl- chance. She glossed over it, but basically- the doctor was like, yeah, 5% chance. He's like, we just trust want- God. We're yeah, she's God. just wanting to use science, and and she wants to like do all the surrogate stuff. And he literally says, if it's God's will, a miracle will happen. Which, yeah. after seeing the size of his dick, I think their chance is miracle dick. It's a miracle dick. But anyway, so that, it was a big like two-episode, three-episode arc and thing. She is. she said, I'm more worried about miscarrying and... 
and how that would affect us. And he he doesn't I realize he doesn't realize how much pressure she says she says this he doesn't realize how much pressure he puts on me and again the victim that. the victim what, to have kids that's what she's meaning no no i still don't really see that doesn't seem like he's <laughs> in a rush to do that no um anyway sophie's like you have any kids how do you know this person's kind of awful cuz she's re- her, her only job is to go at johan I'm and sure keep, Danielle wound, wound yeah. her up. I'm sure she put Danielle. And, I'm positive Danielle put things in his ear. And he says, or her ear. he says, well, some women have gotten pregnant. Some couldn't. Pregnant. Thank you. Some women couldn't carry it to term and some got rid of it. And y'all, this is what Danielle loses it over the whole time. And this seems like I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna wade into this and say he might not have told her because it's not the most appetizing of dinner conversation that when I had some shame about it. Yeah, and when I or when I had girls pregnant before, they got abortions. Yeah. Because he's religious, so I'm sure he's probably opposed to it in a way. He seems like he's very religious. So he seems like he he might be opposed to this, which is why he didn't mention it, because he finds it distasteful, abortion in general. I don't know how religious he is. I don't know. Really? Someone who is very religious, I don't think would do OnlyFans. No, but I'm, I think, I, let me correct you about this, though. I think people are, people who have thoughts about abortion they base that on their idea of religion. They could almost see a way to do OnlyFans, but they would have a pro- they would have a problem with abortion. I think culturally, yes, he's but it doesn't seem like I guess when you say very religious, like he is actively practicing. He doesn't oh. seem like that. Well, I'm talking about religious as values. Not, not yeah. Yeah. And, for and sure. his own religious values. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For sure. But I and it makes sense with those religious values. Why he wouldn't bring that up. It also, because y'all, she says she's mad at him for withholding. That was the reason for her. She said, I don't have a, I'm not upset about the abortion. I'm just upset that he, he didn't tell why me. Why would he hide that? And he must be lying to me. And I kind of thought, I actually, when I watched this, I thought, is that any of your business? Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I'm not a woman, so I don't know how I'd feel. But I don't, I don't know if, if I was with someone and they went through that. I don't, yeah, I don't know if that's any of my business. Well, I don't know if it had been one way or the other, if it would have changed anything. But what she's taking that as, if he's lying about this, he's lying about something else. And, that's a big jump. And it feels like... It feels like a reason, and maybe maybe she has a reason. But i i would I would understand her anger if she was vehemently pro life, and she said, "You didn't tell me about this. I'm mad because this this conflicts with my values." Yeah, but this is this is less than that. This is I'm mad because you didn't feel that you could share that with me. So this is a problem in our relationship. So now he's a, quote, toxic per human, 
Like, what a horrible thing to say. But they get to that later. They kind of go through this. They go to the Botanica. The Botanica, which is what he calls the witch store. And he's right. She's like, it's not witchcraft. <laughs> it is. I mean, I'm woo-woo too, but I'm mainly shocked that they go to the store. They buy all this shit to help him sell the, beef. The other thing, talking about religious, I'm sorry to say this. When they said, when he said, you can put a saint, he's like, no, that's witchcraft. In my religion, we don't, we don't use any pictures of gods or anything like that. Yeah. So he's not Catholic, that's for sure. Yeah. Um, so he, um, they basically, she's saying, well, these are going to be things. Clean the floor with this. Do this. Blah blah blah. Prosperity. Do this. this is going to help the butcher shop do better. We're going to give it nine months to see to recover, it, to recover our losses. And it's always about this is going to fail in nine months. Just watch it. I'm right. Well, she even says again. I've said many episodes I went she thinks he's stupid and she wants him to be stupid yes. and when she said Johan is like a child she just, that was her nice way of saying he's dumb and this is another thing she can hold over him when she says if he lie if she if he ever lies again or she finds an inaccuracy it's like this is just like the abortions why did she need to spend two hundred and thirty-five dollars? <laughs> it was. It was they a don't lot. have any money, y'all. You could have bought one thing for forty bucks to clean the floor with. She didn't have to spend the two hundred and thirty-five dollars. The next when they're broke. I agree. The next thing she's like, so I don't know what kind of relationship you want. What kind of a shit question is this? I just wrote off and running. She is off and she's, running. She's like, you lied about this. What's the difference? Um, and I wrote down, good Lord, this woman. I was really trying to, because clearly we don't like Danielle. I'm so no. angry that she's getting that dick. But I'm not a woman. And so I'm not, I know that I feel like, again, uh, women make their own choices about their body. But again, you're right. It's not even about that. It's not even about the abortion thing. It's about the, I, I was really trying to I guess be so empathetic about that. I, but that said, and I can be a really empathetic person. There's just not one part of me that could see her point in this. Well, no, and I could at all. And I think she's not asking herself why actually she's answering it. If she would ask herself, why would he lie about this? Why would, if, if women who he got pregnant did have abortions why would he lie would it be thinking he was that was that offensive to him that that happened and he didn't feel that he knew me well enough to share that because he didn't know how i would feel about it mm -hmm. no she says well he must be lying because he's a liar we find out that all these other men lied to her and that that's why this is a sensitive topic topic to her. every now she also says she was in a relationship with a man who had a second family. Yeah. Y'all, the classic of an Unsolved Mysteries or a Dateline is the second family. Mm -hmm. It is a classic. You, as, as someone who's in a relationship, you never feel you can trust someone again after a second family. It... And My so, grandma Hazel couldn't. <laughs> she never got married again after she beat that woman with the chili can. <laughs> Why could she? She handled it. She, she handled it. Hazel handled it. <laughs> but she never I, was I, with another man again for the rest of her I life. I do want to say, reality gays, we do not uh, endorse 
chili can violence. We don't. We do not endorse that. No. Hormel, you can sponsor us. We're safe. Yeah. But, and then, did you see when she said, when I speak, you shut your mouth? Yes. I, I just, she just wants someone to control and humiliate. And, and fuck to her. And denigrate. And will fuck her. Yeah. And, um, but yeah, the, the, y'all, the second family is it's just. It's very much like cult. It's very different. The dynamic is the same of like Colt and Larissa. Mm-hmm. What we're watching in class, classless. Colt thought he got a dumb blow up doll that he can just fuck and have sex with. No. And instead, he got Larissa. <laughs> and she, he is in no way Larissa, but he doesn't realize this now, but I think he will one day. It is a blessing for him. It is a blessing that a her Spanish is terrible and she really can't speak Spanish. Yeah. It she can he can he can get by, but it's but not we've good. never had a producer just start translating in the middle of a show. We've never had that before on Not That's true. Fiance. That's true. And the producer had to just to keep the scene going in the when they're fight. Yeah. But a he's lucky that she can't speak fluent Spanish, and b he's lucky that she's on his home turf where he knows the lay of the land. Because if he was in the U.S. Oh right God. now, he would be fucked. Fucked, 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 fucked. She'd control all the means of production. Everything, including her bankruptcy, which she's avoiding. So, like, if he I re- hate her. If he really, <laughs> and think about that dick she's getting. You just, the hater even I just, more. I, I find it, I find her pretty indefensible. Um, it's a spot that you got ways. it. She's a toxic human. Yeah. Not him. She is. How does this person have friends? I, I... I, Again, we've seen her. She's good with her friends because she loves drama. Yeah. This is another. She's creating drama because she loves drama. When her friends have drama, she swoops in and she's that good friend. She does a little candle around you. She makes you feel better about yourself. But God, she's insufferable in her own life. Yeah. And she's getting that dick. I'm not going to get over that for I'm a week glad or that, so. I'm glad that that is your biggest problem with her. <laughs> And mine are on a visceral level. Because good so dick is hard to find. That's true. And that is a that is a mirror. That is a when he was the first time he got an erection as an eighteen year old man, a star came down like when Christ <laughs> and three wise gay men <laughs> followed, they, rode a boat across. I the sense sea. a disturbance in the force. Woo! <laughs> Their names were Frankie, Gold, and Mary. <laughs> And they went to fuck that dick in a barn while a sheep watched. <laughs> and his daddy Joe was there. Ugh. That's the show. That's the show. That's the way we're ending it. <laughs> a gay in a... I can't. I can't. If you were offended <laughs> by our depiction of nativity. The gay-tivity. <laughs> Oh, you can follow us on Instagram at Reality Gaze Pod. We're gonna get podcast. You can follow us at on Twitter at Reality Gaze Pod. You can follow us on the TikTok at Reality Gaze. Um, that's it. If you if you were horrified at our depiction of the nativity, a voice cries out in the wilderness. First of all, don't come at us because we don't care. But join the club. Call us. Prepare a way for that dick. <laughs> <laughs>
Even I'm a little offended. Wow. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.